Welcome to Homegirl Nation. I'm your host, Bridget Trong. Now, if you're a fan of Gossip Girl, you're going to be very familiar with today's guest. Kelly Rutherford is joining us to talk about her latest venture, a social app called Wiser, in which she is an investor in. Wiser, if you haven't heard of it before, is a social networking app that encourages its users to speak freely, share knowledge, connect with people from any background and experience to get wiser together. From acting, business ventures, to her philanthropic work, we're going to find out how Kelly just goes for it, among other things. And she's joining us along with Wiser's founder, Benjamin Boothman. Let's meet Kelly and Benjamin. Very much appreciate your time. There's a lot to dive into out of tons of my curiosity, what I learned from you during Collision. But I want to kick things off by asking both of you the same question, which is, how would you respectively describe the state of social media today, the landscape that we're all in and participating in? How would you describe it? Well, I I love social media. You know, I think it was so new and everyone's finding their way with it, finding their ins and outs and what works and what doesn't. And and, and what to do with it. I mean, I think to sort of how to successfully use it, you know, whether it's for your business or your personal life or for whatever, how much to share, how much not to share. But also, I think finding out what we we see missing in the market that we'd like to see there, which is, I think, a more nourishing experience, a place where you can find, you know, verified experts, verified information, knowledge, experience, you know, because it's so easy to get involved in the algorithms that you want to be able to choose something that is, you know, more expansive, more more nourishing, more sharing information and awareness and education and our knowledge and our wisdom with each other too. I think I'm definitely having also a bit different angle on that probably because we really scan scan the whole market the whole time. And I think there's there was that time where we had those big, really huge players and there was no space for anybody coming in. But all the time and and some, and, and with TikTok, Clubhouse showed it again. I think there there are a couple of of companies or or new social media popping up. Some are longer lasting than others, but it showed us also that there is there is a market gap. People can come in and it also shows that the market is getting a bit more diverse and people are searching for their specific social media fitting to their needs. And if it's Gen Z loving TikTok, fast content being entertained, there's also people going into this LinkedIn direction more and more. And LinkedIn is there for a long time, but it wasn't that popular. And suddenly it became a thing to be a LinkedIn influencer and, and being, being, being out there with a total different concept and a total different content on the platform than, than we are used to. And that we all thought this is the direction we're going into. And yeah, and that, that's my viewpoint. So I think the market is getting bigger and bigger and there's more space for also maybe even niche social media platforms for specific topics to to give people a place to communicate and engage around their interest fields. I love that with wiser experts and knowledge, those are like two really strong pillars of this social media app, which I agree. We've been kind of missing on a, on a lot of platforms that we've been using for what, about 20 years now. I think Facebook came out in 2004, which is wild to me. 
But clearly, there's an appetite now or a need for information that's trustworthy, people who are trustworthy. Did you find that, Kelly, you using these social media apps over the year that you almost felt like you couldn't trust what you were reading or just trust what you were consuming, period? Yeah. I mean, I think we all have to edit, you know, we all have to edit our lives anyway, right? Whether it's the books you're reading, the people you're hanging out with, the foods you're eating, you know, whatever. And so you have to really pick and choose. And and like Benjamin said, I think the more options there are, the more interesting it becomes. You know, you can kind of go to Instagram for one thing, you can go to Facebook for another, you can go to Twitter or Wiser and, and exp- have different experiences. But I do feel like we're at a point where there is so much information out there. And I I fully believe in the ability to have access to all the information. But I think it's nice to have other choices of, you know, other platforms where you know it's going to be more focused on, like Benjamin said, an audience that's going to love LinkedIn, an audience that's going to love learning, that's going to love Masterclass, that's going to love, you know, these conferences we're going to, that that, that really wants to to learn in a deeper way. It's, uh, I don't know if you know this, but in Canada, there's recently been a ban that's been implemented where meta platforms and Google they don't show Canadians news. You have to specifically go to the news website. So there is now this like extra thirst for knowledge. Benjamin, when you saw these holes, these gaps in the marketplace, you tried to fulfill the need. Did you always know that you needed somebody else, a co-pilot at the helm to kind of take this further? And then in walked Kelly, or how did that kind of manifest itself? So I... To, to be honest, the, the path of Wiser was not always really focused on these, on the social media part. We started with the, with the idea of making knowledge and expertise accessible and especially experience, which is not written down in a school book, make that accessible for everybody. And, and on that path, um, trying going into a kind of a course direction. And, and on that way, we, fi- we figured out two things. First thing is we need a co-pilot. We need somebody from the industry, people who can help us make that big vision coming to life, but also that we have to pivot into a direction where we can really solve a problem and can create also the engagement part of, of learning into, into our vision. And that was missing at that point. We basically just built a European version of a masterclass, which is probably great. But it will not mm-hmm. cut the crap in the end, because at, at the end, if you look at those platforms, and I don't mean masterclass, but if you look at, at course platforms itself, most of the time, the engagement rates and that guided into the dropout rates are pretty high. And that's because there is a huge lack of interaction happening between the person who's learning and who's teaching, plus the person who's learning is alone. And the, the intrinsic motivation goes down really rapidly over time and in the end are you doing your course and at the i don't know the second session or the third session latest the beer with friends of the evening is winning against the course and and i think that's that's something we wanted to change and this is actually the way how we ended up in the social media to combine those two worlds this engaging and really high social world combined with this ed tech uh, learning world, which could be a bit boring sometimes and making it fun and interactive. And I think what we need to learn and what 
but it's user behavior. And I think we were teached that way. We were teached through, through the social medias existing currently that we don't need to have an attention span of more than six seconds. But the same way, I think there is a path somewhere that we can also teach people how to consume content in a different way, maybe. And that's also why we totally going away from displaying the content exactly like a TikTok or something else, because this is user behavior. People, the moment they see videos playing right away, they expect exactly the same um, to happen what they what they're experiencing on TikTok or Reels or whatever they're consuming. And, and that's why we're going away from that and teaching people new habits. Kelly, from the outside, I mean, watching your colorful, successful career as an actor, you would think, you know, everything you've had to do is to lean in, to take a leap of faith and and to trust that you're picking the right roles or you're going for the right auditions and this is the right career because it's not an easy one. And you've made it something, of course. How did you know that this business, this investment, Wiser, was the right opportunity for you to lean into and take a leap of faith in? Because it's really something I was looking for or that I felt has been missing, you know, in the marketplace. And so when I met Benjamin and Eric, I was really excited about the potential of of this. And, and then when I met them, I just really loved them as people and loved their vision. And so that's really what it was. It was a combination of the vision being something I feel is really necessary out in the world and other people are responding the same way that I am now. And I just like them. And I, I thought, you know, if I'm going to go on this journey, I may, it may as well be with two people that you really, you know, love and admire and believe in and and like to be around. So, And that's what I'm yeah. learning too from a lot of conversations <laughs> we've had on this show and, and being in the tech scene is that people partner together mainly because of who they are as people. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like what that product is but it's leading with the trust in the other person. Yeah, it's definitely a combination. I think you have to believe in in what you're doing 100%, but also, you know, really, you know, the people that you're working with be who they say they are and have an enormous amount of integrity and both Benjamin and Eric do. So I I really and I I learned so much from them. So it's a it's been a really fun journey. It's it's really a fun journey to be on and I'm I'm happy they invited me. <laughs> I asked to be a part of it actually. So I'm I'm really, really happy that we're doing it and that I'm going along for the ride. It's really fun. You know, I think we live in such an exciting time where if you have the resources, you can try so many different things and, and just go for it. Would you say that your background in any capacity prepared you for this tech landscape, this tech scene that's just ever evolving and changing with a, a lot of new demands that you might not have been used to before. Well, I have, I've had a lot of friends in tech, you know, and I've watched that process since probably my 20s. You know, I didn't always understand exactly what they were doing, but I, I've i been around it and been to Silicon Valley and met with different people. And, and I had sort of started a website when I was doing Gossip Girl, you know, that we were trying to figure out certain things, you know, as well, kind of like a little goop-ish <laughs> platform. So it was it was something that was always interesting to me. And I think it's it's always timing. You know, it's always the right time and place and people. So it was just the right time. Now, starting a business is not easy. And Benjamin, as I'm sure you're aware with everyone that you're working with, to bring this to life and in front of more people. What is the secret to kind of just going for it? 
this day and age, knowing that it is easier than ever to, to start something in tech, if you have the resources to invest your money in a new startup. But what is it that kind of gives you both the confidence to say, yeah, I'm just going to go for it? I think from my perspective, we definitely had a vision and we had an idea. And most of the time, this is how it starts. And then you just need to do the first steps and get going. And I think the more time you spend and the more you're getting into that thing, the more it becomes your baby, kind of. And the more passionate you get, and then at a certain point, there is no way back or something. So you have to, you have to go through and you want to, and everything, what you're doing is basically focusing in, in that direction. At least this is for, for my co-founder, Eric and, and myself, the case that at a certain point, point, we were so engaged with, with the vision, but also the people we met and, and, and the support we got that we said, okay, this is something we have to do. This is something which is needed and, and somebody has to do it. And, and we definitely want, want to be the people who are doing it. So, so yeah, that, that's from my side. I think it's how it feels. If it feels exciting, if it feels along, aligned with your values, right. if the people you're working with inspire you. I mean, I think all of those things come into play because again, like Benjamin said, it becomes your, your life, your baby. It's becomes, you know, something you think about and you're doing and giving so much time and energy to it. So yeah, I think, I think values are important. I think inspiration is important and, you know, your team that you, you, you're building all this with. We talk a lot about risk-taking on this show. I'm wondering if there's ever been a time or experience where you've both taken a risk and it didn't work out the way that you wanted it to, but there were valuable lessons or one key takeaway that's paid off in many ways now. I, I, from, from my perspective, we're taking risks the whole time. <laughs> I think this whole thing is always kind of related to, to, to taking risks. But I think the way we started Wiser was already a risk, risky thing. We, we got a really, really small amount of funding out of family and friends and, and we didn't took the job offers. We both had, we both graduated. We both, both could have had security, a good job and, and working somewhere. And we choose the way of don't get a salary and, and, and just putting everything on this one card. And that definitely paid out so far. So, so for me, if I do it as a general example, that that whole thing is, it was a big risk to take. And of course, a few years in, I'm, I'm happy that I took it, but there were definitely times also in, on that journey where I looked around and saw my, my, my friends who went to university with me and they were all mm. already like for me, I don't know, five, 10 steps ahead. And they, they had a beautiful flat. They had car. They had whatever they, they could have imagined. And I was still on a budget and on a, on a living kind of a, on a level like a student. <laughs> and, and, but, but now I'm happy that I took that and that I went through this phase, teach a lot, but it also, it helps you to, if, if you look back, it helps you to stay grounded and, and, and always see what you, what, what, what risk you took there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I think it is more important to do that than to, to wish you had, you know, I'd always rather do something and then <laughs> rather than look back and go, Oh, I wish I had taken the chance. And I think especially when you're young, you know, it's important to do it. It's important to go for it. I mean, obviously I'm an actress, so it was a very different choice than a lot of my friends were going to college and studying and 
doing other, studying other things that were interesting to them. And I just always kind of knew from the time I was pretty young what I wanted to do. So I didn't take the traditional route at all. And, you know, again, I I understand Benjamin because it, there were times you just felt like, oh my gosh, I'm out here kind of on my own. But again, it, it, it pays off in the end. And I think, you know, the risk is always worth taking is you can always go get a job job <laughs> or do whatever, you know, that's like always kind of there. So you may as well, you know, and it, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't like, you know, okay, but isn't that, that's part of the process of learning. I think that's part of the process of saying, okay, now I can apply that to the the next thing. I mean, even as an actress, you know, as you're learning, you you make mistakes and then you can apply it and, and, you know, I think it's the same with our personal life. So it's very true. You're right. Those jobs are job jobs are always going to be. I've been doing this for 15 years now. Every now and again, my parents will throw the, oh, like, here's a link to an opportunity that I saw fit your needs. And it's a hard no for me, but I'm always like, oh yeah, they're always there. They're always yeah. there, which is nice. I really want to talk about AI. Of course, AI is a hot button topic for many reasons. We all use it on the daily, whether we know it or like it or not. And it's a part of Wiser. I'm wondering what your thoughts on AI is as it continues to grow. And especially with you, Kelly, being an actor. And of course, we know with the strikes, a part of the concern is AI and how quickly it's evolving and what it can do, what it might replace. What are your thoughts on where it's headed? I can start and I don't go into the acting part. I think, Kelly, that's, that's part of the question. It's definitely for you. But for us at Wiser, and, and I think I can speak for the whole team, and we believe that AI, AI can, can really accelerate and help us on our journey because, because the, the biggest talk, topic we're, we're targeting, or there are a couple of ones, but one of the biggest is the content production content consumption, and definitely content moderation. And in all of those spaces, it will help us. And definitely people ask us and telling, yeah, but I can ask a question also to ChatGP now and get a get an answer, or I go to Google Bard or whatever is popping up there in the next couple of months and years. But it will never have the access to the experience of Kelly or of you. So if I want to have and learn from your personal experience, I have to ask you. But AI can help you to give me that answer and can help you to create that content if you're, for example, not a content creator. It also helps our users to easily consume the content on the platform to better sort it for them and, and to make it in the small snippets we all want to consume. So in, in that direction, it definitely is, is boosting our product and is helping us to, to accelerate. And plus what I, what I also mentioned is the moderation. It, it really helps us. And we have really strong guidelines on the platform because we say, okay, we are talking about, we're talking about sharing knowledge. It's, it's kind of educational and we have to be aware what's happening on the platform and that we don't want to, to see anything violating that guidelines. And their AI definitely helps to, to, and, and takes a lot of our jobs away and, and, and stones from the shoulders that we have this to, to help us moderate the content published on the platform, the comments written on the platform, et cetera. And what are your thoughts, Kelly, especially in Hollywood too? Yeah, I agree with Benjamin. I think it's going to be super, super helpful in so many ways. And then I think in other ways, it's sort of going to have to be tested out and see how we respond to some of it and, and if it works, you know, in other ways, like, you know, they're talking about it in my business 
So I don't know. I really think, I think some of it, like Benjamin said, in some parts of, you know, different sectors, it's going to be super, I mean, super advantage and very helpful technically. And then in others, I don't know, we have to, we have to see, you know, you have like NFTs in the art world, and now you have sort of, they want to sort of, you know, Fortnite us all. And, you know, so it's, we'll see it, it, you know, I love, I, my son does video games and, and I love watching him play video games. And sometimes he, you know, asks me to, to do it with him. And, you know, I end up like way up here trying to like, never get it. he's so good at it. But the point is like, I think it's, it's generational. I think there's going to be a generation that that will be normalized, you know, maybe for my and it's not maybe i think some of it will be good and some will just work its way out if it's not you know that that's that's it and i know anything new like this is you know there'll be some good things about it and some things that you know we may not like or we may have to say okay that didn't work i think we're hearing i think a collision too we heard a lot about how ai will have to ultimately be up to our discretion yeah so i have a few more minutes left with you Want to know really quickly, if I'm jumping on Riser right now, what am I learning from Kelly Weatherford? Oh, Benjamin? I, I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> you're learning whatever you want to, really, because, I mean, the questions are open. So you can, you know, I mean, that's the kind of cool thing about it is it's not just asking questions, let's say, about, you know, I get asked questions about motherhood. I get asked things about acting. I get asked things about resilience or being a woman in tech i get involved i get asked so many different questions so spiritual yeah. things and we'll see and we'll see what 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 kelly will come up with in the future but this this is how wiser is currently like if you're jumping now on wiser today you will have the chance to ask all those experts mainly currently still in the in the startup ecosystem or startup bubble let's name it like that to ask people out of that bubble questions and learn from them but with the next iteration of the product launching in a couple of weeks our creators will be able to produce content on the platform in a completely new and not seen way so far so that's definitely interesting and we're having a lot of people hosting conversations with other creators on the platform around all different topics so then we start also to get a bit more diverse regarding the topic lineup on the platform to to have from sports over topics in in, in machine learning and other parts so it's not only related to this how to fund a company and how to get funding and all of those questions opportunity sorry for connection is huge here yes Definitely. Yes. I, I think people notice it in the moment they, they join Wiser right now. They know they suddenly realized who they suddenly can reach and from, from which kind of people they suddenly can get answers. Of course, that will also dilute in the future, but we will do our best to always keep it kind of condensed and really close and, and, and a close connection between experts and, and learners. But right now, due to being really young as a platform, but still having really interesting people on the platform, it helps to be early, definitely, right now. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to add on to what Benjamin was saying earlier, which is that it's it's such a great platform for people that aren't sort of natural content creators. It makes it so easy. And that's one of the things that Benjamin talks about. And I think it's super important, even for someone like myself, who's not, you know, super into creating tons of content all the time. It makes it so easy for someone, whether you're a professor or you're in sports or you are a content creator, you know, if somebody, if it's not your thing that you haven't been out there creating a ton of content, 
the platform makes it really easy to do so, which is such a benefit. And for those who are listening who aren't familiar with the platform just yet, how does it make it easier? I think we 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 figured we we worked a long time on that, and in the end, it sounds really easy and simple. But we're matching the interest of the audience with the with our speakers and our on our creators on the platform, and giving them the ability to really to answer those topics with with video with videos. And we're giving the surrounding and the safe space. I think that's a crucial point that everybody feels safe, and we don't need filters. We don't need anything of that. It's just you and somebody else interested in in what you know and uh, you giving those people the answer. And at the same time, those videos can, of course, be reused on other platforms. And we see that a lot on LinkedIn. But this is what, what we are giving them as a, as a toolbox. And uh, like I said, with the new feature launching a couple of weeks, that will rapidly accelerate the content production and how it's made. But I don't want to give give too much away there because that's that's up for the launch. Wonderful. Well, Kelly, Benjamin, can't thank you enough for your time. Thank you so much for prioritizing knowledge and experts who are actually mm-hmm. experts and verified. I don't think I can say enough about that given the landscape that we're in. And now with many platforms, you have to pay to play, which is a good thing. But before it was just the Wild West. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank, thank you, you for having us. Thank, thank you. you. The Talks feature on Wiser is now available on iOS and Android. Check out Wiser.com for more. Thank you so much for dropping by for this homegirl discussion. You know the door is always open.